Morgan And I recently had my heart broken Broken! So I did what any logical person would do What did you do? I made a podcast about it Why? Because no matter who you are or where you're from When you get dumped, everybody's talking about it Are they, bitch? Famously dumped Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Famously Dumped. Hello, I'm your host, Morgan Miller, and this is the show where we talk about getting dumped, okay? About relationships that we did not choose where the significant other dumped us. And uh, I'm excited to have you guys here today. As always, we check in with me before the show starts, um, and we decide, we don't decide, but we figure out how I'm feeling. And you know what I'm feeling today, guys, is tired. I'm very tired today. It's not the best emotion, it's not the most descriptive, but I'm tired. So, uh, but you know it's gonna wake me up as an episode of Famously Dumped. And you know I love this dang show, so let's uh, let's just get to it. You guys, our guest today is so fun, he's such a great comedian. I met him in New York. Um, this is Usama Siddiqui, and you may know him from America's Got Talent, ever heard of it? Um, and uh, I can't wait to have him on the show. So Brandon, Bring him in. <laughs> Love the intro. You sounded like um, I I married your best friend that you wanted to marry. You know what I'm saying? Oh, he's been on America's Got Talent. Let's give it up. Give it up. <laughs> hey, listen. Hey, listen. We we any credit for me? I'm gonna fucking. I'm your hype woman. Okay. Hell yeah. Your hype woman with that. Hell yeah. Um, so glad to have you here. How are you doing? Thanks for having me. You know, I love you. Let's get started. Uh, welcome sure. to Famously Dumped. So we're going to talk about uh, a time that you got dumped. Here and we go. before we get started, we don't use our ex's names because sure. we're not like trying to bash them. And like, okay, sure. this is all about like us and how we got through a breakup. Sure. So sure. to give you an alias for your... Um, I was thinking uh, bitch, maybe? What do you think? <laughs> Dirty hoe. We can do bitch or dirty hoe. Or Brandon, bring up the slide. We're gonna help you out a little sure. bit. You can pick from the top. <laughs> One of these is the name of my ex, which is kind of crazy. Um, oh my god, that's crazy. We're talking ex girlfriend or ex boyfriend? Uh, ex girlfriend. Got it. Um, that is insane. How that is. Uh, let's call hard. her. Which one is like the woman who's the most hateable in the story? Like, what name I'm looking at is the most hateable? Let's go. Let's go, Vivienne. Vivienne. Nobody and we'll, likes a Vivienne. Yeah. And we will pronounce it Vivienne. And Vivienne. that that's true. Uh, and great. Yeah. If you're pronouncing it Vivienne like that, then you oh. yeah. Um, great. So I, I I uh I'm gonna we're gonna get into oh. why you want to call her uh bitch and all of that <laughs> listen i get it um okay cool so vivienne so now before we get started we do a little overview with a segment that we like to we don't like to we call dump stats uh, original music by yours truly because we don't have rights to music. This is so dumb. I love it. How many times have you been dumped? Uh, one. This is the one. Good. Wow. Okay. I'm pretty good uh, at the relationship. I'm not bad. Yeah. Okay. Great. Um. Next. Uh. Have you ever dumped someone? Mm-hmm. Yeah. How many? Oh yeah. 
Um, if I sold you the number, I would kick up the show. I feel like <laughs> <laughs> it's like you're part of the problem, bitch. Oh, we've had guests. We had some people be like too many, so many millions. Um, I will dump from boyfriend girlfriend energy dumped. Um, that's like five. I think. Like five. That's not a lot. We've had yeah. more. It's so dumping in terms of like fuck energy or like fuck that's a whole different situation. That's a whole different story. Well, yeah, yeah, we're talking substantial dumps. Cool. Uh, great. Substantial Indian food dumps. <laughs> Got, it. Got it. Um, great for the dump that happened with Vivienne. How mm -hmm. long ago did this happen? Uh, this is three years ago. Three. Yeah. How old were you when this happened? Okay, uh, that's so uh, twenty-six. Twenty-six. All right before your Saturn return. Yeah, and yes. yeah. And then uh how long were you and Vivienne together? We one year. One year. Okay, pretty that's a solid yeah. uh, relationship at 26. And um great. So uh two more. Let's see. How are you feeling emotionally about the breakup right now? Relieved about the breakup, but still can feel some discomfort at the idea of even seeing her in my life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like if I saw her at a grocery store, I'd be like weird. I'd be like, ugh, shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And kind of some anger still, maybe? Uh, resentment for sure. Yeah. I don't say it's anger. Anger is a little bit on the other side. It's definitely sure. a bit of um, uh, discomfortable ang uh, resentment. Yeah. For yeah. energy. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Class well, yeah, I'm still in that. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> I can feel it's getting more and more intense, like slowly, like getting opening the mall. We're opening it. Yeah, Come yeah, on yeah. In. There's a method to the madness. Um, <laughs> all right. Last card. Did you go full psycho when it happened? Sure, sure. I, I mean, there was moments of full psycho, like little full psycho Tourette's, as they say. You know, so I had a little bit of like, Duh! and then I go like, oh, Usama, Usama, you know that thing, um, right? Where you like, you bring it back immediately. Like, you start speaking Spanish. Tranquilo, tranquilo. Like, Why am I speaking Spanish myself? Definitely have those moments a pure, like a little micro moment of just thaw, and then I just reel it back in. Which yeah. could be, I guess, still psycho, right? Like in that I sense. think it also could maybe even be considered more psycho. <laughs> sure, sure. So depending sure. on what therapist is, <laughs> is talking you through it. Depending on your sliding scale. Uh, yes. yes. <laughs> Exactly. Um, great. Well, those are your dumb stats. We're going to go over them really quick just so that everyone can remember. So uh, you have been dumped one time. This is the one and only time. Mm -hmm. uh, you've dumped around five people. Uh, for this one, uh, it happened three years ago. You were 26 years old. Um, you guys were together one year. Today you're feeling relieved, but some discomfort and resentment is coming up. Mm -hmm. And that seems very fair. And then last you went, there were full, there were you, as you said, moments of full psycho. And as I will say, maybe that makes it even more psycho. Sure. Let's just start. We really quickly just want to know how you guys met and uh, how it started and then how good it was. Just sort of an overview. Sure. This is on the circuit. You know, you're a comic, you meet people everywhere. So if you do a good show, if you hit a show hard, you know, it could really be good for you that night, right? So this is one of those like good sets, you know, you're feeling it, Morgan, you're hitting the right, you're laughing at setups, you're laughing at setups, Morgan, right? And you're like, you're laughing at the setup, you're about to get domestically abused by this punchline, yeah? So I, it was one of those where like, you know, I just, it's like the room had to file a report because I really fucked it. Uh, <laughs> the, your humbleness always shocks me. 
<laughs> love it, love it. I was that good. Chappelle called me. Was like, "Who are you?" That was amazing. Can I? Can I? Can he just does that often. Advice? Yeah, he does that often. He'll give you a, just a quick call after show. Can I get some advice real quick, man? That was amazing. Um, I, I was, I was good that day. I thought, you know, we've seen me bomb. That's why I can say these things. You, we've all yeah. seen each other in the worst. Oh know? yeah. Trust, hey, babe, I'm also slayed. Okay. <laughs> so. It was one of those after set kind of talks, you know, I'm hanging out. The, the, there's nothing more cool than a comic post kill showing outside, right? Just that vibe. You're hanging out with your boys, post kill, yes. your friends and your kill comedy show. Mm -hmm. So then they, they come out and this girl was like super cute, super vibes, super like, just like funny, you know, like, and I love when a girl is like kind of being quicker than you at, at, the moment, at night, you're like, oh, I did all my work right there. Now she's throwing me some shit. I'm like, oh my, whoa. Yeah. You know? That turns me on a lot, you know. So she was doing a lot of that stuff that really gets me like super cute, kind of compact, you know, mm -hmm. blonde hair, hello, right? Um, uh, European, but not so much that you hate black people. You know how Belgians get, right? So <laughs> it was that kind of good energy. And um, I, I didn't, you know, for that, that night we went out. It was just vibes, 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 vibes. She also liked Zelda, which is a video game I used to love growing up. So that connection, like all these different types of connections were, were starting to happen. And I was just like, who the fuck is this? Right? And then the, Zelda is the baseline for love. Dude, I was, uh, I was bereft. I was undone, you know, after the Zelda thing. Mm -hmm. um, and so we blah, blah, if you know what I mean. We did the whole deal. Uh, and then, I'm assuming that's sex. No, no, no. Yeah, I'm just kidding. Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> no, we said blah, blah, blah to each other. <laughs> During sex. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. And, and um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's all good. And we woke up the next day. And I, you know, when you woke up, wake up the next day, and then you kind of know, like, oh, I like this person. I want to stay with this person or not. The sex was too good, which I always mm. am worried about. Because when the sex is too good, it's like, that means we're both dealing with some weird, trauma maybe that isn't fixed and then that we use a sex to like really play it out and that's yeah. that that's the really good sex right that's the real there's good sex with connection and love and good vibes and then there's the really good where it's like we're both unhinged you know yeah. and right and so it was that kind of sex and then slowly slowly there there starts the the blow-ups you know i'm not a perfect guy by any means obviously and the fact that i even yeah. said that means i'm fucking lame that i'm not a perfect guy even though y'all think i am um but you know, I uh, one thing I will say is that I'm very carefree in a relationship, very easy vibe to a fault, even you know. Mm -hmm. um, the, the energy going negative started becoming more and more frequent. So, like, we'd be chilling, small thing would happen, and then just like, bah, right? And I always came back, I'm always like, you know, when she's good, she's good, it's all good, it's all good. The camel that broke the back was, um, what, the camel that broke the humps, whatever, whatever. Um, the straw that broke the camel's back. Yes, yes, straw. <laughs> the glass that broke the camel's. The camel that sat on a glass. <laughs> <laughs> the shards that cause hemorrhoids in the camel's back. <laughs> um, was uh, I was in Vegas doing a uh, couple of shows, and um, uh, I was coming back. I come back the moment I come back from the airport. She um, calls me. She's like, "I need you here right now." I'm like, "Where are you?" She's like, "I need you here." I'm like, "Where's here?" I'm on Third and and West Village or something. She was in a random outdoor place. I'm like, I, I need you right now. I think someone's fed me something, and I'm I'm freaking weird. I don't know what's going on. I'm like, okay, okay, I got you. Like, I don't know what's going on, but she's like, he's coming now. 
yeah! Right, just screaming on the phone, screaming on the phone. I need Ooh. you, I need you right here. I, and I'm yeah. just like off flight, I'm coming home. I'm like, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll be there. I, I take my luggage, I'm, I go, I try to find her for an hour. She's not there, which well, tells me she's there. And then we go back to her place and then we go in front of her door. And then she starts just like hammering. She's like, you never text enough. You are, you care about comedy more than you. Not wrong, you know. You care about, you care about, you don't give a fuck, you never text. You, you have this girl's tits on your phone. So we were in an open thing and uh, she saw the tits once and I was like, we're open, but she's like, fuck the tits for even being there. I'm like, oh fuck. Um, so I bet, I'm not saying I'm right in that, you know, that just happened to be you there. What I got caught, right? But it's an open thing. So I, open you, can, you can have a tit pick if it's open. Right. But I guess there you know, you always gotta have communication with open stuff, right? You always gotta make sure everyone knows what the rules are. I guess one of the rules was don't have girls stuff on your phone that I can see. All right, I didn't know. Now I know. Right. So she brought that back, right? All you this shit yeah. Don't make the background of your phone the tits that you were <laughs> I'll think yeah, and especially not my mom's tits, which is what we're <laughs> Um, but uh, so yeah, it was great. It was like, all this energy, all this energy. She starts like um, accosting people walking by, like, "Hey, come here, come here. D tell me if this is right." And she starts engaging this person in conversation, and then she said this thing that was like so insane that she'd be like, "Yeah, well, sometimes she like gets angry and like I'm scared he's gonna rough me up." And I'm like, "What the fuck? Never, like never. I'm not. I'm like this bitch all the time. Like, hey." But it's a thing that would make everyone on your side, right? So then they give me a glare, and they're like, what? And this shit's going crazy. It's just going crazy. All this fake shit's coming off and fake energy of like, this guy's like a, a, a trauma inducer and all this shit. It's like, what the fuck? You know, like the toxicity is just like metastasizing, right? Mm -hmm. And what do you do? When someone says something toxic to you and you come back and say no, you always look guilty. Every single, there's no way, there's no way you can say no unless you have a video of her beating you. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, you can't. Right, nothing. right, right. So I'm like in the space, I'm like, no, this is not true. What the, what the, and I, people are walking by and I'm just, I'm just totally out of options. I'm like, what the fuck? And she's like, you know what? You know what? You know what? Get the fuck out. Just get the fuck out. And I'm like, okay, all right, all right. And I, and I, and I fucking leave. And you know, at this point, eight, nine, 10 people have, think I'm like an insane dude. And um, I walk back home. And then she calls me when I walk in. She's like, sorry, I'm so, and I was like, click, done. I was just like, no, 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 you dumped me. It's over, I'm no more, block the number. Um, all that shit is done, 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 And I just like, haven't even talked to her in um, a year or two. Total cut for Total three cut. years. So yeah, yeah. wow. So, so obviously, clearly, of course you still have resentment. The last interaction you had was psychotic. <clears throat> was, like is, is it obvious? Yeah, it sounds like she had a break and was like, like had an episode. She sounds, she sounds like honestly, she sounds like me at about twenty. <laughs> so, okay. um, right. insane. You know what? We stand at that moment, but you did, you did snap. <laughs> See, hers was thyroid, yours was mercury, right? So you used, <laughs> she used glands. Same shit. I used the stars. Yeah. <laughs> I said of return. I was supposed to be blown. God, if you knew the moment prime before I got sober, how oh, fucking yeah. crazy. Oh, Ooh, Jesus. lots of I threw a phone a couple times, shattered a couple times. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh I've since become a little bit better. We not we're not perfect. I'm not perfect as you've said. Um wow, sounds chaos. So 
the main thing that we like to talk about after it happened, what happened, how did you feel and how did you recover from this like crazy getting dumped to like total cutoff? So what I try to do is just go straight into comedy tenfold, you know, that is always the outlet. If I'm happy, I do comedy. If I'm sad, I do comedy. If I'm angry, doubtful, it all comedy is the anchor and the, the, it makes everything congruent to my own soul. And that's, it's the great equalizer in my, in my body. And so I just went, Balls deep, mm. balls taint deep. I went taint deep in <laughs> comedy. Uh, I really went in, tried to go as far like every day, right, right, stay in there, stay in there, stay in there, and just kind of in a, an unhealthy way almost. You know, like yeah. it was definitely a uh, not a fun thing for a little bit. I was I was not having fun with comedy. I was just doing it with all my soul because I couldn't look at my own soul. Mm. And so there was a time when I had to do a stop, and it was like a, on a trip. It was on a trip with my family. Uh, to Denver and I because I couldn't do any comedy it forced me it was the first moment where I was like fuck like when you slow everything down everything kind of hits you like a freight train right yeah totally. so that happened luckily there was a lake in front of me you know what I'm saying so I was like in Denver but I was like fuck and I was, saw a lake sat at that lake for I think nine hours the whole day I just sat there and just it's like okay, yeah. okay 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 we can figure we can figure what's important what's important what are you doing what's going on and I kind of got myself back in that in that Denver trip. What what hit you to the point where you're like, I'm gonna be okay? It was the idea that it had been so long, and that I actually hadn't even seen her in so long that I, I'm. I, it's like I was giving a ghost power, and when I realized that little part of it, like you haven't seen this person, so why is this person affecting you? You're mm. not in your life. Yeah. So the fact that you're giving this specter of a human your entire energy. Um, that's such a stupid thing to do because she's just, it's like affecting people from the dead. It's sins of your fathers, you know, like, yeah. like that's not a real thing. How long was it after the breakup that you had this Denver moment? I'm from Denver, by the way, so. Oh, fuck. But a good number, a good number of months. It was like seven, eight. Oh, so like, okay. Months, okay. Maybe, yeah. Like yeah, I'm at eight months and I feel I like I am also finally, cause we did a break. I haven't looked at social media. I haven't, it's been like a clear break where I'm like, okay, uh-huh. yeah, this is feeling more and more. Like, it is so interesting to hear you mm-hmm. say the word ghost. Cause that yeah. she does, she's starting to feel like a ghost, right. like that needs to stop haunting me. And, and it's like, you get to get great strength to be like, fuck you ghost. Yeah. Cause there's some su- supernatural energy you give to that, that thing, that specter is like, this ah. I maybe I deserve it. Maybe if I don't have it, who am I? Maybe you, yeah. you give the ghost your own identity. Like I am a person who's getting dumped. This is who I am right now. Without it, I'm just flotsam. Mm-hmm. And I think to like kind of stick stay away from that too, because then the the idea here, the real rebellion is I am myself. I am in my own journey, and that's okay. And nothing else needs to be on on me. That's a brave thing to say. That I am enough, and I am okay. Just being this that's insane it's an insane thing and powerful thing to say that i'm okay right here right now with me yeah yeah yes yes when you sit and you're like i think i'm okay being me because it sounds like what i had is like pretty big codependent stuff where i was Mm -hmm. like you know she creates me i well i always was like she's not the reason i have happiness and i don't need her validation i'm a fucking comic and i'm badass and like all this stuff and the second they leave you're like i'm nothing <laughs> yes, i'm yes. nothing i'm i'm actually worse i'm actually ter- i'm terrible <laughs> it's, it's like a molly come down 
So when yeah. you're on Molly, you're like, oh, 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 that thing can go wrong. I want to kill myself. Like that, that thing, it's never like a chill drop. Yes. It hits you, bam, fuck. Right? Oh my God. It's what an amazing, honestly, analogy that I understand so. The number of horrible Molly come downs I've had. <laughs> Dude, the only times I've barfed in front of Webster Hall, I can't. <laughs> I can't. I can't tell you. I, I agree. Be coming yeah. to a place where you're like, okay, actually, no. Like, mm. I can validate myself. I'm actually good myself. But it takes time and it takes reflection is what it feels like you said. And it, that's the same with me. Um, is there one, like, overarching general advice that you give to someone who went through a breakup similar as yours, which seems like the girl went real fucking oh, yeah. crazy? She and it was so a much, hard yeah. cut. Whoa, hold on one second. Hi, before we get to the overall advice, my name's Morgan Miller. You've just been watching me this whole time. I'm the host of Famously Dumped, and I've got a couple of things I gotta tell you before we finish up the episode. One, we have an email account, famouslydumped at gmail.com, where you can email me. Maybe you have comments, questions for our guests, questions for me. Maybe you have advice for our listeners, or maybe you have a story about getting dumped that you wanna tell me about. So please email me there. I'd love to hear from you, and we'll put it on the podcast. Two, you can donate to the show, which is great. How can you donate? At our Venmo, which is famously underscore dumped, or you can go on over to my Patreon account, which is patreon.com backslash morganmiller1717. Over on my Patreon will live bonus episodes, uncut episodes, and other comedy material that I'm coming out with that will strictly be on Patreon, okay? So head on over there. And finally, don't forget to follow me on social media. Yes, I'm doing a social media plug. Come on, it's 2021. Let's get to it. My social media is morganmiller17 across the board. And also, I'm on TikTok. Yes, I'm in my 30s. I have TikTok. I kind of blew up over there. So go check me out. That's Morgan Miller Talks, T-O-K-S. And that's about it. You guys, let's get back to the episode. Enough for me. Bring us on back. You get so dependent in a relationship that you forget that you are enough. And it gets so locked into your brain and heart that you can't fathom existence where you are enough. And I would really start with a mantra for a lot of these people who get broken up. It's like, I'm enough. I'm enough. I'm enough. I'm enough. I'm learning. I'm growing. I'm learning. I'm growing. This is not me becoming lesser. This is me becoming greater. This is not me becoming lesser. Like, this is not me getting smaller. It's me getting bigger. It's like all these things are like, are true because you are growing from this and you are getting better from this and you are growing from this. So all those things really do factor in. And the idea we have to put is putting value on that. It's an American mm -hmm. idea to not put value on growth mm -hmm. and not put value on, on learning from failure. Uh, but uh, having an idea of like, I'm losing something. I'm, I mean, I'm like, uh, human relationships become material goods in mm -hmm. Western culture, a lot of it, right? It's like yeah. you lose a girlfriend, you lose your favorite TV, basically, right? It's, like, sure. it's, like, it's just an object. And not looking at any of this as objects, or, but, but as energy, as energy flow. There was a, a break, and now your energy is going this way, and you understand where it's going, and you use that to come back to a center, but you take the lessons from where your energy was back into the center. And, uh, you know, it's, it's a going on a trip. It's going on a trip and you're coming home now. Um, and looking at it like that as just another part, another stop on the trip as opposed to the end of my life. And it's, it's all about repurposing. Repurposing yeah. your brain and, and reaffirming your own cognition. And, like, you know, it's a lot of work. It's, it's muscle. It's the muscle of cognition. And a lot of people don't. America doesn't um, value that, the muscle of cognition, the muscle of reflection. It's not ever in classes, not ever in schools. So we don't value it. And we, and we have to learn it all on our own. So it's fucking bullshit. 
Yeah, that's crazy. What do um, other cultures, do you think they value that? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Eastern philosophies, all about everything is just a learning experience. You detach yourself from um, the event. You yeah. detach yourself from yourself experiencing it. You know, it's all about detachment and stop um, being so engaged in the material goods of the day yeah. and, the, and the ephemeral. It's all about that. You know, Bhutan is all, it has like the happiest, uh, is the happiest um, country in the world, apparently. The happiness index is super high. Why? Because they talk about all these things that we shove under the rug. They talk yeah. about death a lot. They talk about mortality, loss, losing something, losing a friendship. All that stuff is like very in the culture. And um, I think when you give it, more, you give it, you make it more of a friend and not a specter. Um, like you make loss your friend, you start to love loss, you start to love pain. Like, oh, this pain is a new opportunity as opposed to a taking of. I think those repurposings in your brain can really help you. And so it's a start, I think, to uh, a healthier life. Does that make any sense? Or do Molly, one of those two. So yeah, it's all about repurposing your, repurposing the way your mind is. And I think that's so, that's so fucking interesting and cool that like in our culture, it is like relationships are the end all be our and there. And also like, yeah, I learned that like pain is the cornerstone of growth. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people don't don't think of it that way. It's it's such an anti-American idea. It really is because all about everything we do, right? Participation trophies. Get this. Get this college. Get this, and you'll get this. And you, if you get this girl, you'll be this happy. You fuck more, you'll be more cool. You get skinnier, you get more hot. All these things. Like if yeah. you do this, you'll get more love in society. As opposed to what? How about growth is the currency? And mm -hmm. what is growth? The only thing that makes growth is pain, is conflict, inner conflict, and reflecting on it. It's the only thing. And valuing it is the first step to actually doing it, right? Mm -hmm. And to value it, nothing in our culture makes us value that. Nothing in our culture leads us to that well. We have to do it on some singular shit. Talk to somebody, do a podcast, fucking read the book, read a random book. Like it's never, I never ever heard anybody in America be like, yeah, I was in the school system and yeah, in eighth grade, they taught us about self-growth. What? Uh, right? Never. Right? Yeah. No. If you, if you do drugs, you're a Nazi. That's all. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. What? Yeah. So, you know, it's a very, it's a heavily a failing of our school system. Uh, I don't, I, definitely other cultures do not have this. A lot of Buddhist cultures have like Buddhism in the curriculum and it's so much more about the religion, but the tenets we can learn from, you know, yeah. 100%. 100%. Um, and so the idea that pain is growth and it should be followed uh, not just accepted, but loved and pursued. That's a whole different, yeah, whole different idea. Yeah, yeah. And not only school, I think ingrained in like the, like my parents never really taught me that. They were yeah. like, the second I would get sad, they were like, no, no, no. We don't boom. talk about that. Boom, boom. That's yeah, they're like, no. they're like, no, you go to therapy to talk about that. And I'll feel like, <laughs> and also like, Morgan, you're good at like all these things. Why are you sad? And I'm like, help me. Um, and, and my parents are like, no, no, no. You're go get a scholarship and play yeah. sports in college. And I'm like, okay, okay. You want some Adderall? You want some heroin? What do you need? <laughs> we love you. Yes. Oh yeah, exactly. Wow. Well, yeah. I mean, it, what an interesting concept that like we mm -hmm. hear of, I mean, sorry to say it like failed at like teaching the youth to like embrace pain and like follow yeah. that as and like instead of like shove it down i feel like a lot especially and for me it feels a lot very male energy to be like shove that right down. of course of course uh, if, a, if a kid is like uh, gets a problem right we say awesome job getting that problem right right 
Yeah. Awesome job acquiring the answer to that problem. We never say, dude, I'm so happy that you worked so hard to get the problem. Yeah. I'm so happy that you fought your way to get the problem. We always say, great job on the problem, on getting yeah. it right. And now there's that currency of right is the idea, not the work to get there. So it's a whole, it's very nefarious, very small ways uh, we, we pepper this mm -hmm. idea of acquisition being king uh, right. throughout our entire lives. Yeah. So, yeah, so interesting. And I love a good mantra. I have, you know, <laughs> I have affirmations stuck on, on my mirror that I say to myself, I'm loved, I love myself, I'm yeah. good enough. And like, people think that's crazy and whatever, but like it, that shit works. Like I have, I have some minor like white power, you know, all that matter. <laughs> uh, <laughs> JK. Okay. And those will come true if you <laughs> said believe. We're going to get you out of here, but we have a couple ending segments that we like Does to end it? on, which are kind of uh, silly and fun. Uh, so that first segment is Brandon. Here we go. And now, time for horoscopes. All right. This section is horoscopes. Let's go. All right, so this is the time where we uh, figure out if you were doomed from the start due to your horoscopes because I'm obsessed with astrology as sure. we've kind of gotten through. Uh, and um, I believe that all of it's true and accurate and okay. um, that we need to check our signs before we start dating someone. Okay. Um, so what is your sign? Oh boy, because I also, I'm not saying I believe it fully, but I'm not I'm saying I'm a disbeliever either. So this is actually kind of intense. Um, I, I do believe in the plane, you know, definitely the plane, the extra plane. Yes. Um, so I'm um, uh, Aries. Air, of course you are. <laughs> Come on. Everyone does this to me. Um, you know. are, a, you're totally an Aries. I you're know. so like rooted and like, man, I fucking know. That is so, that's Aries energy. And no one's ever been like, but you're a Gemini. Everyone's been like, fucking dead ringer, bitch. Like, yes. Okay, okay, all right. Yep, very much Aries. But honestly, embrace that. Aries are great, and they're honestly solid rocks to, like, hold on to. Sure. Great. Yeah, I'm, it's very I'm, proud good. Of, I'm proud of being an Aries, for sure. Good, good, good. Um, And Vivienne, what was her sign? She was Gemini. I mean, do we even, <laughs> do, do, we even need to do research? A Gemini, we got, you got, I mean, of course she was a Gemini. The chaos that you talked about, yeah. the definition of Gemini. Sure, sure, sure. The polarization, the insanity, all that yeah. kind of stuff. Some people do work out with Geminis. It's rarely, when I hear Gemini, I'm like, I'm Crazy sorry. Bitch. I don't yeah. know if we can even go on a second date. My <laughs> brother's a Gemini and he married a Gemini, which sure. is, <laughs> so let's see if an Aries could work with a Gemini. And we go to the most reputable site to learn about astrology. And that is Brandon, google.com. Hello. And we will just type in Aries and Gemini love compatibility. Oh boy. And we'll see. Uh, oh, Aries and Gemini love Cam. Okay. Uh-oh. <laughs> That's just porn, Brandon. That's just porn. Um, great. So <laughs> we just read straight up right there. The commandment is Aries and Gemini is huge. And in terms of communication and bonding, the two seem to hit uh, it on a high note every time. From the point of view that Aries has, the actual catch in this match is that there is a certain passion in an Aryan and that is stabilized by dualistic nature of a Gemini. Wow. I'm I think that the, the dualistic was, I guess, if it's too extreme or imbalanced, that's when I guess it would be destabilizing because there is 
my girl did have a dualistic nature, very much so, but so much so that it was destabilizing as opposed to stabilizing, so. Yeah, I think it, that's what I was saying is like an Aries, you're like very rooted and strong, right. but the chaos that this Gemini was, she might be a Gemini, like a triple Gemini, which means you're a Gemini, a Gemini moon and a Gemini oh. rising. Wow, and wow, then wow. you don't have a chance in hell in being, <laughs> if that's, if that's what, I'm sorry, the stars handed you something. You can't. And then we have the last segment, which is Brandon. <laughs> Yes, honey. Yes. I love it. Uh, this is the real podcast is this part. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so this is three compliments, Morgan. This is where you give me three compliments so I don't feel so shitty about my life. Uh, and then we get you out of here. So go for it. How about I give you four? Huh? Uh, How about that? How about that? Oh, Morgan, he's going uh, when I first saw you, I didn't know. I always assume a white girl is not funny. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but you went up, and the first thing that struck me was, uh, I think you were my age, maybe a little younger, uh, but your bits were, you had the writing ability down already. You, like Everything was so structured, and I was a guy who was just so like, <laughs> so I always looked at somebody with structure and an ability to string together you know, a large bit um, as fascinating back in the day, because I just had no ability to do that. I was just all energy with no dynamics, no push and pull, no understanding of what actually energy is. And I was just loud and brash. And I saw you and I was like, fuck yeah, this person has locked in um, uh, a style that actually has scaffolding in it. I love mm -hmm. that about immediately. Um, super cute, super cute, good vibes. Loved just like, you know, when you know when you were angry, it'd be like, well, everyone's angry. Well, you were always angry when everyone else was angry. So who was up the time but, you know, before the mic started, always a fresh energy, super cute, super fun, uh, like down to play in the bit. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you also don't laugh at everything. You laugh at things you think are funny, which I appreciate. Some people laugh at everything and you're like, you're just so sad that you have to laugh at everything. But, you know what I'm saying? But a true comic, a true um, lover of the comedic arts will only laugh at something they think is funny. But when they do laugh, it's with their soul. Yeah. It's a very important thing about a good comic is have the discernment, discerning energy, but also when you do find something funny, give it your all. Don't be a fucking egotistical bitch who doesn't understand how to under see a funny thing when they see it. Cause like we're funny people, it's like a little Illuminati, it's like real funny people know real funny people. Mm -hmm. It's like a very, nobody talks about it, it's on any blogs because those people aren't funny, but like the people who are funny, it's like, are you, oh, you, I know. The way you think, it's that weird twist that, you can just immediately know, even if you don't like the person's comedy per se, you know the person's funny. It's the way, it's an outlook, it's a point of view, it's a style of life. So I always loved that about you as well. You just kind of, your mind was in the right click, the dial. Um, and you know exactly what I'm talking about when I say that. Yeah. Um, also, um, you had fucking great shoe game. Your fucking yes! shoe game was always fiery. Always um, hit the hit the right white high top, always hit the right jeans. Your jeans always fit the right way. It was hot. I'll even go there. I'll even say you were hot. I, yeah. no one has commented on my sneaker game and yeah. you don't understand how. It was great. Trust that me, I know. Makes you feel. I know, I, I know. I mean, I have a sneaker problem and yes, it is always matching my outfit and it is yes. on point. Thank always you for so noticing. Oh my God. And also, you wear the right jeans for the sneaker. That's, that's also a thing that nobody talks about, but yeah, you fucking got it. Wow. Oh. Wow, I mean, they, they, and you know what? I always do feel like really self-indulgent a little bit bad after this segment, yeah. but this one I don't no, no, because you so nailed the shoe game thing that I'm like, yeah. the, the world must know 
the world must know. And I love it. Oh, you're the best. You're so Thank wonderful. You. Thank you for much all the love. much love. So much love. Um, you've been awesome. You've been wonderful. Before you go, where can we find you on social media? Uh, follow me at Usama Stands Up, formerly known as Usama Bin Laden. Networks. <laughs> so it's Usama Stands Up, U-S-A-M-A-S-T-A-N-D-S-U-P. Follow me at podcast with my boy, Pranav. Uh, it's called We Are Mango Bay, Y-O-U-R-M-A-N-G-O-B-A-E. It's a wild podcast about wild shit. We have fun. Great. We'll pull those in down here. All right. All right. Well, it was so good to see you. You're the best, buddy. Love you so love much. You. I hope love. to see you soon. And uh, thanks again for being on the show. Have a good day, bro. All right, you guys, that's Susama Siddiqui. Oh, what a joy. What a wonder. What is anyone who knows my sneaker game is on point? We are fucking in it. That is my boy. I love it. Uh, so that's it. That's another episode of Famously Dumb. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Famously Dumb.